Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Oh yeah, we're gonna pick you up and then we're gonna drop off this pizza. It's a combined service. We noticed that someone was having a heart attack less than a mile from your house. So we're going to pick you up in our Domino's ambulance. People really like the ranch sauce, especially Solo. You can go ahead and have this one on us. We realize it's really important to get you to the hospital, but we're going to have to go five minutes out of the way to deliver this pizza real quick. It's going to get cold any second now. Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone. Uh, you know what? Sometimes you need a little change in life, right? Yeah, that's why this morning I had some avocado toast for breakfast. I've been denying myself avocado toast for a long time because all of those shitty swarmy fucking articles online telling people that are of my age range, a millennial, are a piece of fucking shit. And the reason why I can't afford a house is because I'm eating too much fucking avocado toast. But I said, fuck that. I want some goddamn avocado fucking toast. And I had it this morning, put a little salt and pepper on there, and it was so fucking good. Yeah. And I don't even regret it. That's a, It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right? Because I can't afford anything. <laughs> and I'm a millennial. And, uh... Well, they... they like, I... Yeah. I didn't even know that avocado toast even existed until that started being part of the discourse. And I did. Yeah. Now it's it's uh it's why I'm almost bankrupt. Dude, have you had avocado toast before? I buy avocados on the regular, and they are expensive as hell. But have you ever put it on toast? I don't think I actually. Oh my god! I put it on a bagel. Does that count? Oh yeah, that's that's pretty much the same. I mean, a bagel is just fancy circle bread. Yeah, but there's a, there's a consistency difference there. Regardless, I, I like to change it up, you know. Yeah. You, you can't you can't just go through your life doing the exact same thing you did yesterday, right? That's exactly. That's why sometimes you got to put avocado to, avocados on your toast, on your bagel, maybe on a waffle. It could be fun. I don't know. Who knows? You know what? I I'm gonna go out and rob a bank. Wait, what? I'm just gonna do it. You know, you know, to try something new. Is that are you? Is is that? Did the thought just come into your mind? You decided, hey, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, yeah. It's, it. it's it's here. It's now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go do a quick Google search on how to do this. Okay. And uh, yeah, it seems like what's popping up. Uh, there's a there's a great little key and peel skit where I need to take a bow and arrow and okay. to attach a shotgun shell on the end of the arrow, and then I need to shoot it into the window of the bank so that it okay. blows up the window. And then I have a zip line that I'm going to then use the bow and arrow to shoot through the broken window into the okay. hallway in which the safe is located. I'm going to use the bow then to zip line down into the hallway. I'm going to be wearing roller skates. So then my roller skates are going to allow me to slide past the guards while Genius. these armed individuals are going to be shooting at me, but I have the upper torso portion of a suit of armor on. So Got hopefully it. that all those bullets are going to ricochet off of my torso. They're not going to mm. shoot me in the leg, and I'll be able to have enough energy and, and enough speed in order to just smash through the vault door. Now I'm going to put it inside of a, a bag with a dollar bill on it. Makes sense to me. Uh, I mean, you're basically at that point the green arrow, but if you're using your powers for evil instead of good, I'm pretty sure the green arrow just shoots arrows with shotgun shells on the end of them because that's his superpower, just shooting weird arrows that each have their own unique attributes and properties to them. true. I like the one with the boxing gloves on it. Oh, yeah, that one, that's that's actually the best. Yeah, I, I don't understand how he doesn't kill more people. Uh, you know, uh, that's the joy of superhero fantasy made up world is that you can literally shoot someone with a high caliber gun (laughs) or arrow or punch them with fists that are so strong they can literally destroy a mountain, but no one dies. Like Batman's just constantly throwing people off of buildings and, you know, like hanging them up with uh, his little like bat hook and nobody ever gets hurt. Never. Not once. No, not once. If, if anything, they just get like a little bit scuffed up, you know. They they and then and then a little like blood coming from an eyebrow cut. 
they're, and that's it. they're sleeping and it's always overkill exactly. right like like this this poor guy right uh i'm gonna butcher yeah. his name of course but uh classic too uh jing shai yang is that i would say jing shai yang yang yeah jing shai yang well 19 year old guy uh, yeah who has been arrested in connection with uh, the robbery of Community First Credit Union? Mm, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so the, what what makes this guy uh, a cut above the rest is that when he sees an opportunity to do something new, to uh, just try something out, he goes for it. He does it. He just does it. He grabs himself a gun, uh, not uh, an unloaded gun, of course. It's yeah, important. Course. He ain't trying to hurt nobody. Exactly. But it was, it was essentially a prop. You know, if, if you just walk in and you throw a bag at the teller and you say, hey, fill that up with bills, you think they're going to do it? Uh, if you have, uh, yeah, no gun, no. It's like, why would I do that? But, you know, you got a gun. Yeah. Now now the stakes have risen. They got to do it now. Wait, so you're telling me that I can just, like, get people to do whatever I want as long as I have a gun in my hand? It uh, it definitely helps. It uh, it's Dude, I get the gun nut craze now. I know, yeah, exactly. It, it's a total power trip. Yeah, it's, I could just, I can just say whatever. Take your pants off, you know. And as exactly. long as I have a gun, they do it, right? Exactly. As long as you have a gun, they do it. And then even if you tell them no, like, and they have the gun just like holstered on their hip, every time someone tells them no, a gun nut will cream their pants because they know in their head they could have blown you away for telling them no. Yeah, could, but they chose not to. They had to use self restraint. Look, yeah, look at my self restraint. Look at what I'm doing. It was right like, now. oh god, I could have fucking killed you for telling me no right now, but I'm not going to kill you anyways because yeah, I'm, I'm a good gun nut. I'm the fucking judge, jury, and executioner, man. Like, yeah, they all think they're Judge Dredd. Yeah. <laughs> What a what a great movie! Even the remake was just cinematic excellence. Yeah. It really made a lot of sense as to why they would have remade that particular movie. That particular movie now? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> People love it. Yeah. It was just it was it was prime for the making. It's true. Judge Dredd. Yeah. So this individual Zheng Jai Yang, <laughs> he when he woke up. On March 20th, 2019, he said, you know what? I want to try something new today. I'm going to rob a bank. Yep. And that's exactly what he did. Yep. He He's a 19-year-old kid. He went, had a 22 caliber gun, uh, put on a black ski mask, uh, brought some zip ties with him, walked over to, well, probably drove, or I don't know, walked, drove, one or the other, to this credit union, said, hey, Give me the money. Zip tied their hands so they couldn't go and press any of the alarm buttons. Yep. And then when he was walking out of there, some I don't even think the police were alarmed by the bank itself. They just happened to see this guy with the gun and wearing all black. And they're like, huh, that dude just walked out of a bank. Maybe we should go and say hello. Yep. And, and they stopped him. There wasn't really any altercation. There was no like, I'll fucking blow your brains out if you try to stop me. He kind of just shrugged and... Gave him everything he had on him, which included ten th- a, a wad of ten thousand uh, dollars. Um, it's just ten thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, it was uh, precisely uh, ten thousand seven hundred and forty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why he did this. Uh, well, no, excuse me, <laughs> I take that back completely. That's not, that's not why he, he did, did it to try something new. Uh, okay. They recovered that amount from him because I guess that's what they had in the teller drawer at that particular point in time. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so a couple of things with this. Uh, you know, to cater to our gun nut listeners, uh, a twenty-two right. caliber pistol, not that intimidating. In fact, if they shoot you anywhere other than in the brain, you don't die. Like, it's it's a little tiny bullet is a little tiny gun. Mm-hmm. So this guy's obviously not not there to, to cause a ruckus. He, he's not like, he's not your typical power tripping kind of guy. Right. He just like picks up something that's like gun shaped. Like it might as well have been, uh, like a bunch of cardboard. Like he took his like Domino's pizza box from the night before yeah. and he cut it out in the shape of a gun. And then he and then spray painted it black. He took like a Sharpie. Yeah. And he was just like, <laughs> and then he went in and as long as he's moving it around, 
fast enough. Is waving it. Yeah. I can't get a clear look at his gun. He just keeps waving his arm around. Yeah. Wow. 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 If you don't do it, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> that'd be pretty intimidating. You have someone like having a high caliber weapon that you know could blow your brains out, and they're just like waving it around so quick you can't get a good look at oh, it. Oh yeah. That in itself is just terrifying. Just like this, like fan arms, just like spitting his arm around. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> no one knows where the bullet's going to go. Oh my god. C- could go anywhere. I'm going. I'm going to pull the trigger once every thirty seconds until you fill this bag up with money. Yep. <laughs> it could hit you. It could hit the baby in the corner. You never know. Nobody knows. <laughs> I, I'm. A, I'm. I'm creating a new super villain right here, right now. Yep. It, it's kind of like a. Two Face, except even more chaotic. More chaotic. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this guy's great. He's kind of my hero. I'm Carousel Boy. Yeah. <laughs> round and round the gun goes. Where the bullet will stop, nobody knows. Yeah. Somebody just wait until he turns around and push him over. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> hey, wait, your gun's made of cardboard. Wait a second. <laughs> oh my Oh my god. Yeah. So yep. this guy is awesome because he shows us that in 2019 banks can still be robbed. Yeah. Yeah, one. And that two, you know, if you have enough gumption, you, you it's uh, you can always try something new. There's never you never have to stop short of just living the same day day in and day out. You always have that opportunity to to learn a, a new thing, a new skill, a new hobby. Yep. Man, y'all want to talk silver linings? That's one right there. Exactly. That's uh, that's some positivity for you. Might be sad that uh, this individual waltzed into a bank in this day and age and completely shattered our idea that uh, our money might actually be safe in those fuckers. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yep. But he, he would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for those pesky police that walked down the street and talked to him. Exactly. Hmm. Wow. Oh, man. That's pretty great, dude. So good. Oh, man. Well, I tell you what. Uh, something that's a little bit harder to pin down and being right and wrong. We're talking uh, Big Pharma. Big Pharma. Yum. Yep. We had an episode about Big Pharma a little while back. Uh, mm-hmm. I encourage you to put a pin in our episode currently and go back and check that one out. I think it's some of our better work actually. It's probably one of our more well-researched episodes. Absolutely. Oh, what are you talking about? All of our episodes are 100% the best research you will ever find. (laughs) Factual data filled to the brim with accuracy. It's just flowing. It's just, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, free flowing wisdom right our, here on set. all of our walls are just whiteboards that are completely covered in messages and connecting the dots yeah. of just the most purest forms of calculations and other things that people use yep whatever got my beautiful mind algorithms all over the place exactly all the numbers are like floating around exactly it's definitely not for the fact that i drank a pint of whiskey before i started this podcast at 11 o'clock on sunday morning Oh no! Yep, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Nope, 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 nope. I got moving numbers because moving numbers. We know everything. Quotas because we're we're experts. Cite us, use us. We are yours. Incite violence because of us. Uh. Wait, no, don't do don't that. Don't do one. that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't hear it here. You didn't hear it here on Civic Empowerment. Don't do that. <laughs> oh man unless it happens to be against this particular person <laughs> oh god no. no no this person's a piece of shit okay so they, they are they are a piece of shit we're talking demetra ashley okay still don't still don't harm them you can you can harm them with your words not your yeah. actions or we need something. to advocate against this type of behavior so absolutely demetra ashley was one of the dea's former uh acting assistant administrators uh, so she's a very high-ranking official within the Drug Enforcement Administration. And then uh, not too long ago, uh, it happens that she has been uh, now working as a consultant for Purdue Pharma. Oh, yeah. So Which, conflict yeah. of interest, right? <laughs> exactly. For all of those of you that haven't listened to our opioid crisis episode, Purdue Pharma 
you could basically tra track the entire opioid crisis the United States of America is going through right now to Purdue Pharma. They are the creators of OxyContin and are the people that destigmatized opiates in our culture because uh, until they hit the scene and convinced the FDA and other regulatory practices in the United States government that opioids are hunky-dory, aka cool, for treating uh, pain, mm -hmm. we basically wouldn't be where we are now. Yeah. So the fact that she is now a consultant for these assholes says a lot about the DEA and how people can literally just cycle through from being, uh, air quotes, a drug enforcer for our government and then yep. turn around and start being paid directly by these pharmaceutical companies. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous that that can be possible. She says that right. uh, she's only been consulting since 2018 after her retirement. But right. how do you really know that for sure? Yeah, I mean, and even if let's let's give her like two seconds of benefit of the doubt. Let's say she wasn't consulting and had no contact with Purdue Pharma yeah. before the, before doing her consulting. At the same time, she can realize that Purdue Pharma is a big bankrolling pharmaceutical company that she would have been supposed to be holding them accountable while in the DEA. She could have, under the radar, just not been very critical of them during her entire tenure at the DEA. Yep in hopes that when she got out, she could go and get a job for these assholes. Right. Uh, I, I, I totally agree with that sentiment, but to flip the switch a little bit, play devil's advocate. What if Purdue Pharma uh -huh. is trying to turn over a new leaf and they want to hire DEA agents in order to help them better? I don't know. Make sure they're following the law. Or or hire DEA agents so they can get around the law of like what uh, what is considered bad at the DEA? What are we not allowed to do? Oh, but like it, but this is a gray area. So technically, if we did this instead, yeah. we could get around all that and still make shit tons of money. Yeah. We'll do that. I mean, most of the information that's coming out about the story, of course, is is certainly slanted in that way for for good reason. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't really, I don't really understand why they would hire someone that was a former DEA agent just because they're being, you know, good guy Purdue Pharma when there's so much evidence to the contrary. Right. <sighs> yeah. No, the the there's just huge stacks of documents just showing that Purdue Pharma knew the extent of which they were harming people with their drug, but also knew the extent of how profitable it was and had no reason to quit yeah. <laughs> doing it absolutely oh my god yeah i mean I, I i i guess like there's a small very small just a little tiny sliver of a chance that what you're saying is true and they're like well we wanna we just want to be good guys now we just want to we just want to follow the law and make make sure we're not hurting anybody and you know do whatever the dea says but I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes big companies make choices like that. Uh, although it's not often, it's definitely not in their benefit. Uh, you still see that uh, on occasion, large corporations will will make the right choice. Uh, let's take uh, let, let's look at CVS. I, I don't necessarily approve everything they do as far as a business is concerned, but uh, about three years ago, I believe it was, they decided uh -huh. to stop selling tobacco products in their stores. Um, uh huh. Which obviously is kind of cut into their sales because a lot of people would like to go to their, you know, their corner store or CVS or you know drugstore or what have you in order to buy, you know, a pack of smokes. Right. Um, and because it's a, you know, an addictive product, you know, similar to OxyContin or fentanyl or what have you, uh, it's going to be profitable. You know, people are going to want to buy it again and again. They can't necessarily help themselves. <laughs> I mean, I I guess it, in the arbitrary world that is the market where all decisions are supposed to be made on reaping more products, that they they get a, a little plus one, a little tiny thumbs up for not selling tobacco products that are literally killing people. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of neat. I don't know. I mean, you got CVS. They also just recently 
bought at no an insurance company so i don't know to, to just <laughs> absorb more of the market so where they could yeah. just streamline their whatever so i don't fucking know they're <laughs> right i mean i guess you could argue whether or not them buying it uh, is evil or not but they're just corporations behaving as they are i don't fucking know yeah yeah if the if the point is bottom line then Damn it, they're going to do everything they can to make sure that that number increases. Exactly. So, I don't know. Um, so, Tim, what's the silver lining of Dimitri Ashley? Consulting uh, for these assholes. Well, I, I, I honestly think that it, it, uh, it exhibits just how free we are in the United States. Uh, I, I think in, in, in other areas, you, you probably wouldn't be able to work for a government agency like the DEA and then immediately transfer over into the private sector doing something that is the counter of what you were doing prior. Uh, I mean, that, that would that would probably mean that th- there would be several indictments on the way. Not that there's not. Obviously, they're looking into her now. <laughs> well, I mean, she's being sued. She's in the process of being sued right now. Yeah, um, and, and that's been going on for, for a while, apparently, since 2017. Uh, since she yep. was uh, since she was subpoenaed to uh, look into the writing and filing of illegitimate opioid prescriptions, um, but anyways, yeah. uh, silver lining, right? She can do that. She's allowed to just up and exit one of the uh, largest government uh, law enforcement agencies and shift right over into the uh, the business or, or sector that they were trying to regulate in the first place. Is that a silver lining or is that a facetious silver lining? Because to me, that sounds like the opposite if, of what a silver if lining I'm looking at, Did we change the definition of silver linings recently? If, if I'm looking at it from my perspective as an individual, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to you know, just focus on what I think is, is good for me as a person and what I think is right, uh, then I have the freedom to be able to choose for myself what type of career path I'd like to take. And, I mean, for the most part. Uh, I mean, like, of course, there are several restrictions, but like th- those not notwithstanding, I-, I can definitely take another job of any variety after I stop doing the one that I currently am. Well, to me, like that, I feel like I can't even swallow that pill as much as I want to because you have – people that are literally just like uh cleaners like they they clean like uh like business offices and stuff like that and the the employers there will make their their clean people uh sign uh non-compete clauses to where they they can't leave that that uh that office building and go clean for a different company take their skills of cleaning uh, to go work somewhere else and make like an extra dollar an hour. And like, so the fact that cl- people that do stuff like that, it's like in like hotels and other businesses have these non-compete clauses where they can't even go somewhere else to like make an extra dollar. Yeah. And we know that this Demetra Ashley lady is probably making a shit ton more money Absolutely. now being a consultant for, for Drew Farmer. And she doesn't have to sign a non-compete clause. I think it's fucking bullshit. So the great thing about most government uh, organizations is that uh, they tell you what they make. Oh, now I'm sure she made a shit ton of money as a fucking yeah. uh, assistant administrator of the DEA. It sounds like. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if, if we're looking for like starting salary for just like your average agent, it looks to be yeah. right about 50K. Okay, which, I mean, that's not insane, depending on where you live. I mean, that's that's middle class. That's about what uh, most police officers get paid, right? a little bit more. Um, but... Yeah, it uh, depends. It's, it's within that. It's within the typical bounds of you know what somebody who's relatively well off gets paid. But as you progress, like your special agents, uh, GS level thirteen, are going to earn yeah, at, yeah. at minimum ninety two thousand dollars. Yeah, and she would have been good. an administrative assistant. Uh, so one hundred five k. So we're we're looking at somewhere between one hundred five to one hundred forty eight. So she was pretty well off, right? So she was, and and, and, and so like, can can you imagine Tim making like that much fucking money a year and being like, uh, you know, I think I'm gonna leave this job. I'm not quite making as much as I want to, and I'm gonna go and become a consultant because I can make way more money. Yeah, well, like my I can't wrap my brain around those kinds of numbers. When you include things like class struggle uh, as a uh, as 
part of this uh, as part of the discussion. It makes it a lot more complicated. You know, like uh, somebody who is under the thumb of an oppressive establishment because they are working a low-level entry job in which they have to uh, they have to sign something like a non-compete clause, which is basically yeah. like saying like I, I'm going to take away uh, a, a hefty portion of your paycheck from future jobs. Like I'm going to exactly. prevent you from developing your career in certain avenues because I know that's not what's best for me. So it's a de-incentive. But some people don't have the choice. Uh, so that if, if you're not counting situations uh, in which uh, you have to uh, do that or, uh, you know, because it's fresh on my mind because we're discussing it, take a drug test or different yep. things like that that are obviously not in your favor as uh, a, a free and living human being uh, independent from these establishments. I, I don't know. It. For people like Demetra Ashley, uh, yeah, it's it's great that she can make the switch, but just because you can do something doesn't always mean you should. Yeah, my my silver lining is she's getting sued. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you know, hopefully with that process, if she didn't do anything wrong, cool, fine, whatever, go keep doing your consulting. If she did something wrong, hold hold her accountable. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, and I think in situations like that, it's very easy to understand who would be accountable in that situation. You know, obviously it's a singular person, so you can very easily pinpoint whose responsibility is, and then exact justice in a very, in a very efficient manner. Um, yeah. But with other situations, uh, for example, the recent explosion in eastern China Thursday, uh, which. It seems like the death toll has risen to 64 people yeah. and has injured more than 90 others. Uh, it's bad. That's a little bit more complicated. Uh, we we also had an episode on industrial disasters a while back. It's like I always say, Tim, no disaster like an industrial disaster, <laughs> which is also the name of the episode. <laughs> and that's that's 100 percent accurate. <laughs> um I mean, some some of these even rival uh, large natural disasters in terms of death toll and and severity. Definitely. I mean, because uh, depending on where your industrial park is, it may be located in a very highly populated area yeah. where there's, you know, sometimes natural disasters. They go and they go fuck up some trees where no one lives, uh -huh. but. In these cases, uh, even the case here, it's uh, fairly close. Yep. Uh, to civilization. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, j just because of the nature of, of business and and uh, and city growth, like, it, it, it's got to be there. You, you've got to be near human beings. You need workers. You, you need mm -hmm. to be close to transit facilities uh, for import and export. Uh, it, it's just, it's, it's part of it. Uh, so, unfortunately, uh, you know, natural disasters are absolutely terrible. And I think we're going to do an episode on on some natural disasters pretty soon. We, we haven't done an episode on natural disasters, right? No, we have not. Yeah, it's that, that's a, a difficult topic to, to speak on on its own right, but uh, industrial disasters in particular, I think, are especially sad because of the level of cult culpability we as humans have uh, in relation to them. Right. Yeah. Like our, our, yeah, you you don't you don't get industrial disasters without humans. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you have to have large companies that are processing uh, dangerous things in order to produce goods that you and I consume on a daily basis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you want to talk about the explosion or? I mean, I can talk about it to the extent I understand it. So this explosion happened in Yanchang, China. It's eastern China in the Jiangsu province. <laughs> I just and wanted you to say all was... the names. <laughs> oh, you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. How about you? It's like, I'll take over now that you said the names, Jimmy. Yep. <laughs> uh, so what happened is this was a factory that was processing benzene, from what I understand, which is... Uh, you were telling me earlier, Tim, is a product used to create lots of different goods such as plastics and nylon and a lot of other things we use. Yep. It's one of the most common industrial materials used for the creation of goods. All kinds of stuff. In, yeah, top 20 chemicals um, by volume in production. Uh, and yeah, we, we can 
produce plastics, resins, nylon, synthetic fibers, rubber dyes, detergents, drugs, and pesticides and lubricants from it. And so with this, uh, it's a flammable material, and through one way or another, uh, an explosion happened at this uh, benzene-making plant. Mm -hmm. And so with that explosion came a lot of flames, and apparently there was also uh, a... um, I, I'm assuming that this pesticide factory was attached to this benzene factory, or maybe they're just bringing it up as a side story because there's been a lot of failed uh, factory explosions and, and failed plants in China within the last few years that have led to these kinds of uh, disasters, but this one being the worst one in recent history. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is a – it's a, a pesticide factory. Um, so they have to handle these chemicals in order to be able to produce the pesticides. And in fact, a lot of the articles that I read about this, uh, they they like to focus on the fact that benzene was something that was present within the facility, uh, that it's a, a highly toxic and dangerous chemical uh, that also happens to be very flammable uh, and – and they, they, they kind of list that in association with how the facility itself had, had not been able to pass safety inspections in the past. Um, so I don't know. I mean, they, they are they are certainly posing in such a way that it's like, well, there are officials that are responsible for the fact that you're using a dangerous chemical. You're not following government regulation. And therefore, these people should be held responsible as a result of those types of decisions. Well, it just confuses me the fact that like, it seems in the article that it seems like many people were aware of the fact that this factory was failing these inspections. Yep. I don't understand why it was allowed to keep operating at the way it was operating if everyone knew it was an unsafe place to operate in. You know what I mean? Well, like I don't. I, I think it's not so cut and dry. Uh, I, I've worked at a large facility or a large manufacturing plant before. And uh, no matter what you do, uh, you can't make a facility perfectly safe. Um, you, you can you can try to implement government regulations to the best of your ability. You can try to be cutting edge in terms of your safety requirements, good manufacturing practices, and other safety measures that you independently implement. You know, as a you know as a company wide basis that aren't required. But even so, people are still going to get hurt. Things are still going to be misused on occasion. Uh, sometimes you got those, uh, you know, those those Monday mornings or Friday afternoons in which people are 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 tired or or you know not really feeling their job, not paying attention as well as they possibly could, and then you end up with situations uh, similar to this at least. Right. Not that it's not that it's forgiven in any sense. Uh, you know, if if there's any foul play here, then I think it's probably going to be. Uh, evident within uh the the lack of adherence to those safety regulations uh on the part of the the administrators of of the corporation yeah apparently uh the authorities have already detained relevant personnel connected to the incident according to state media so a bunch of i guess higher up and executives have gotten black bagged and taken the god knows where yeah they will never see them again uh Yeah, there's uh, let's see, you said 50, 50 government officials. Well, so when I was reading that, it was I was so apparently there was I was wrong about the fifty already being taken away. Apparently, there was an even deadlier explosion that happened August twenty fifteen, yeah. where hundred and sixty people were killed and eight hundred people were injured. Yeah. And in that explosion that happened in twenty fifteen, uh-huh. after a month long investigation, uh, they ended up arresting uh, fifty government officials as well as the company executives and employees. So China, like. As much as this is awful and it seems like a growing issue in China, the fact that it keeps happening over and over again, the Chinese government does ultimately hold the the higher-ups and people responsible for these situations uh, in uh, in contempt and, you know, takes them to court and stuff like that. It doesn't just let it slide off their backs and go, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll give you a fine and we'll be all hunky-dory and you guys can keep operating. So I'm assuming that in this most recent uh, explosion that happened uh, just a few days ago, I'm sure that 
the government will find whoever they deem responsible for it, and those people will end up being sent to jail. Yes. Good. Yes, which uh, <laughs> I guess that's the silver lining. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <bleh>. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that people will be held responsible for destroying yeah, the lives of so many people. Right. It's not going to be like the Bhopal disaster of when we talked about in our other industrial disaster episode mm-hmm. where the, the guy that was – they're still trying to hold him responsible. Like he's never had any legal action against him. The people that live in Bhopal, India are still trying to receive compensation for all the sickness and death caused by – that pesticide factory from exploding instead china's like um yeah no is this is your fault yeah <laughs> uh we we've determined it we found out we did an investigation we're not going to dick foot around here and try to decide and legislate and do courts like no you this is your fault Ugh. check out that episode though y'all like seriously uh we we discussed the Bhopal disaster and uh, and several others. Did we mention the uh, the one that happened in August of 2015? We did not. No, we did not. I guess we theoretically could have. But well, nope. I'll tell you what, everybody. If you would like to hear us discuss that particular disaster as well, uh, or any other topic for that matter, uh, please let us know. Stick around until the end of the episode, and we'll let you know where you can contact us. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Uh, what do you think, Jimmy? What's what's next on the docket? You know, I think. Oof, I'm trying to think of a way to segue to this. Uh, Give me a second. Yeah. One, I'm gonna, I'll cut out the dead air. Um, I would rather have a feminine penis than be this next guy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Just good. say. Yeah. I, I would have been. <laughs> I would have been like holding people responsible or something like that. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Uh, what does it mean to have a feminine penis, there, Jimmy? So what it means to have a feminine penis. So I can't speak for the trans community, so I'm going to do the best I can from what I know of it. So basically, if you are a uh, a male to female trans person and are taking estrogen, it will in some ways change the uh, dynamic of your penis in making it softer because. Estrogen makes your skin softer. And then also, if you're a feminine person, you know, someone that's trying to present as feminine, being a, a male to female person, you could say you have a feminine penis or a feminine dick. Huh, pretty cool. What's so bad about having one of those? Personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But uh, our favorite neckbeard and fedora-wearing dickhead, uh, Notch, the creator of Minecraft apparently has an issue with it so mr notch i don't even know his real name i don't even care fuck yeah, this fuck dude him. he very recently has well he not very recently so notch basically ever since having uh, his game minecraft being bought by microsoft has gone to the, the most neckbeardy fedora wearing parts of the internet mm-hmm. just saying the most offensive things possible mm-hmm. So all of his other fellow neckbeard brethren can, I don't know, circle around him and chant and, uh, I don't know, yeah. set their fedoras on fire and feel good about themselves. It's it's fascinating. He says all kinds of gross stuff. Uh, I don't – in all honesty, like I don't want to read a lot of it. Like – yeah. I mean like we, we certainly could, uh, but it, it's, it's, it's very – very stereotypical, uh, far right, um, like just nasty stuff. You know, it's just like it, it's bringing yeah. people down. Uh, uh, it's a uh, like white male supremacy uh, apologist bullshit. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Like, oh, can't you just take a joke, right? Like, like feeling like they're very clever in their use of air quotes irony, saying awful, horrible white supremacist type things in an air quotes ironic manner and then when people calling them out for it just calling them a fucking i don't know snowflake or some other kind of derogatory term for Mm -hmm. people that care but i don't understand why these people are getting so upset like if you don't if you don't like certain pronouns or if you don't like the the way that a certain group of people is being treated like by all means i like 
I think anybody has the right to be able to, you know, speak about these things, but don't just take like someone's popularity or fame as being uh, a legitimate validation of what those things that they're saying is being true or, or accurate or what have you. Like mm-hmm. this guy's famous because he made a video game. That's it. Right. He's not famous because of his political discourse opinions and the accuracy thereof. Right. Well, I mean, this goes back to our episode when we were talking about Kanye meeting with Trump and how now we're looking at these uh, celebrities uh, in in the realm of politics as if they're going to have something worth uh, talking about that we should take seriously uh, when all they're known for the popularity, right? And in, in this case, uh, you know, Notch is known for Minecraft, and now he has a platform to speak on for being famous through that, where Kanye, through his music, right, people yep. are going to take his opinions and thoughts and ideas, I guess, slightly more seriously just because he has a bigger platform to stand on. Where, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a huge fallacy. Uh, like, don't just take somebody's word as being true because they're in the public eye. But yeah, I don't know. Um, it's all this fake. It's the fake news stuff. Like this is the this is the most modern <laughs> uh, phrase that you hear just thrown about willy nilly. Just because somebody's some some kind of news source or or media source or individual has a platform to be able to speak on, it doesn't mean that any of that shit's accurate. Yeah, in, in the least. But with all of that, um, so this cult of personality that Notch has built with his alt-right community on the internet. Uh, his recently, he made some tweet about, I don't know, like, the I think it was the only good commie is a commie that is actively getting punched in the face or something to that effect. <laughs> good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. And then uh, someone... I bet commies punch hard, by the way. They, they, they commies punch hard? I yeah, so, like, I don't know. It, expect repercussion... <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, commies don't punch hard, but they they punch united. So, like, <laughs> when you get punched by a commie, you're you're being actively punched by like a million people simultaneously. Mm, yeah, it would hurt. Okay, and then so in response to uh, Notch's tweet uh, talking about punching commie commies, a uh, person named uh, Sasha who's a, uh, responded, "Suck my feminine dick, fascist cunt." Mm, nice which is you know classy classic uh you know twitter posting whatever and in response to that notch wrote i'd rather be a fascist cunt than have a feminine dick so gladly nice that's Uh, pretty classy stuff i'm gonna take a snippet of that particular phrase that you just said i'm gonna make that my ringtone for you okay wait which 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 snippet i like i like both uh, either or maybe like one can be uh one can be like when you text me be like, oh my god so like when i when you <laughs> when you when i send you a text it'll say suck my feminine dick you fascist cunt yeah. and then like everyone around you will have to hear that yeah and then when i call you it'll just be the other one it'll be noxious response yep. absolutely god damn it pretty good yeah uh, i'm sure that won't like ostracize you from society oh no, absolutely not I'll, I'll be able to infiltrate the alt right it's gonna be fun Oh my god! I love it. Oh my god! Yeah. So with that, so okay. So Notch being okay with being affiliated with a fascist, I guess, as a fascist rather than having a feminine penis, mm-hmm. I guess, isn't super surprising with Notch's past behaviors on the internet and the way alt right media and then. Uh, trolls on 4chan and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like to express themselves on the internet yeah but at the same time i guess personally i i i probably found it slightly more disgusting than i normally would on my average tuesday just in how close this was to the shooting in uh christchurch new zealand yeah it's just like you know if any time you would think that someone might for like two seconds not want to be affiliated with fascism mm-hmm. and this kind of bullshit would think, huh, this is literally a couple of days after the Christchurch shooting. Maybe I don't want to be a fascist just for like five seconds. Uh, yay! Like, maybe like, maybe for like five, like, like, 
I'll wait a week. I'll wait like a couple weeks away from this incident where this online right troll took his trolling to the real world and killed brown Muslim people for fun. Like maybe for like six seconds. I don't want to, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That'd be nice. It just, like, it never makes sense to me, like, why anyone would want to be affiliated with fascism or being a fascist. On the on the onset, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But then just the close proximity to the horrible shit going on, it's just really... You know, on I, I understand a part of it. And, and the, the part that I believe I understand is the anger. Like, we all get upset about things on occasion. Um where we ultimately direct that anger is what divides us. And some people like to uh, like to blame certain groups of people. Uh, some people like to, to blame ideologies or certain cultural differences. Uh, but all in all, these people are just sat- dissatisfied with the way that their life has turned out and they want a place in order to direct their hatred. It's like I, I totally get it. Like – Everybody does. They just need to find a better outlet than, uh, you know, like letting some kind of sludgy, rage-filled uh, hate quote pop into their mind, and then saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it on Twitter, or, or you know, what other type of whatever type of public media," uh, because it, it's sad because there's so many other people out there <clears throat> that they can find uh, communal fellowship with. As a result of that commonality, the, the hatred, the fact that they're dissatisfied, they connect with those other individuals, and then they start to believe, hey, like this thing that you said, that belief that you have, that's what that's what binds us. It's not the fact that we're both upset. It's not the fact that we're both dissatisfied. It's the fact that we both see the truth, and as long as we perpetuate this disgusting narrative – then we're ultimately going to be doing something better. Therefore, you know, fixing our problems with ourselves, making us feel better about the things that we're ultimately upset about. On some level, I agree with you, but my, my counter with that would be is like, what is Notch upset about of his life not turning out the way he wanted it to? Like he made a video game and it's rich as fuck. (laughs) Like, what does he have to be upset about to like, my life's horrible. I made a video game and I'm famous for it. Well, you remember I can literally do whatever I want. Yeah, I well, I, I totally agree. Like from from the outside looking in, I think it's it's a lot easier to say. Like like for most should, like all, you should be a happy guy. Like for most alt righty trolls, I would agree with that. A lot of them are just people that live in like central fucking Illinois. Yeah. They have shitty internet because yeah. the municipalities haven't worked to give those rural areas good internet. They their they their only entertainment is a fucking Walmart. Yeah. There's like no other ethnicities bes- besides poor white people around them, so they can disassociate from like minorities. So I think it's easier for them to dehumanize them and then get on the internet and just like say awful awful horrible things. Yep. And I think for the vast majority of them, you know, they they have legitimate reason to be upset with the quality of life. Their their like government isn't you know, taking care of them in the United States and other rural regions around the world. Uh, And and they're not being properly educated by like their education system. So it's like, yeah, but then they're taking it out on the wrong person. Yes. um, Due to a lack of empathy and, you know, uh, also empathy on them. Uh, But at the same time, I I just can't give Notch that benefit of the doubt. It's like, you should know better. He has, yeah, he he certainly has more responsibility to be aware of what's going on and not to say that like his, his you know his, that's going to predicate his success like well obviously he's a well-informed and well-educated individual if he's been able to reach this particular status in society like no 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 like he can obviously still be dumb <laughs> exactly and be able to to be very intelligent in other manners, uh, you know, like being able to create a video game that many people were looking for or, or, or you know, wanted to find uh, solace in um, a fantastic video game, by the way. Like I, I, I do I do really like Minecraft. And as far as like a, a teaching tool and uh, a uh, 
like a creative outlet, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, but it's, it, I think it's sometimes good to, uh, use the word dissociate just a second ago. That's, that's pretty great. Uh, you, we need to disassociate those two things from one another. Like he is not Minecraft. It is his no. creation, but you know, he, he ultimately needs to be separated from that at this point. Like yeah. it's something entirely different. The, the culture has taken hold and he's, he's certainly wealthy and, and, uh, and more powerful as a result of that. It's true. Normally, I would say fuck Microsoft, and I'm mad that Microsoft took someone's like intellectual property and now owns it. But in this case, I'm glad Microsoft owns it and he doesn't anymore. <laughs> it's one of the few instances I'm like, yes, the corporate is better off in the corporation hands than this asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the few times I'm ever going to say that. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, if... Uh... If I had my way, I would take this asshole and put him in a prison to Yes. I'll, I'll... Yes. <laughs> Perfect. And the, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and in the prison that I would put him into, it would be a, a prison whose um, it. Uh, it, it, wait, it would Build be uh, the uh, oh what, uh, the abbreviation for it. Wait, what do you call it? Like the when the letters of the word spell something. It was an acronym. Not an acronym. No, what the goddamn like 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 my. Like JLH is a blank for my name because my name's Jimmy Ladhorn. It's a what do you call that? God, I'm fucking. Stupid. Wait, what? It's that. That's not an acronym. That's not an. Is that an acronym? Yeah, an no. abbreviation formed in the initial letters of other words, pronounced as a word, like NASA. Yeah, yeah that's an acronym. God, Here, I don't know out. why check my brain out. was listen, like. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> listen. Can you hear that? No. Damn it. Uh, but I believe you. My brain, I don't know why my brain forgot what the word acronym means. I'm like, that can't be it. Okay. Yep. So since this guy is such a piece of shit, I'd put him in a prison where the acronym for it was KKK. Yep. Because he's a race. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he's it racist. Also looks he might like be racist. Fucking, it, you could build this on Minecraft real easy. It looks like every house I've ever built on Minecraft. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a box. It's a fucking box. So there was a prison that for. It, it was a wait, was it a Vietnamese prison? God damn it, I get it. Thailand. It was a Thai prison. Yep. That's acronym was KKK because it was the Kuk Ki Kai prison. Kuk Ki Kai. And then, Kuk Ki Kai. Mm-hmm. Also, a, a group of uh, of martial arts experts in the Dragon Ball Z universe. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, really? No, I'm joking. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. The, the the something Kai, the something Kai, the Kai were something in the Dragon Ball Z universe. I can't remember. Yeah, what. it's one of their like special dragon ball moves i don't know man regardless okay kooky kai is an awesome place it's awesome yeah it's great okay <laughs> so let's talk about the construction i think that that's that's probably how we, how we should go about this right okay. so we've got five meters on each side wait, wait do people understand meters uh that's three feet in a meter okay so we got 15 feet on each side okay and uh, yes. we got 21 feet tall, and yes. uh, this is it's it's a fucking box, okay? In in the middle section of this this brick box, we have these slats, so like very thin windows, let a small allowed of amount of light in. But the real beauty mm-hmm. of this magnificent architectural feat is the roof, okay? Of which there is basically none. It's porous on top. Okay, mm-hmm. so things can go through it. <laughs> yes. Uh, there is two layers within this building, and on the upper layer, you have uh, a space in which you could put, I don't know, say... Chickens? Yeah, maybe like a couple of chickens. And then on the lower layer, uh, separated by uh, a thin uh, a mesh-like structure so that... The chickens don't fall. Yeah, you don't want the chickens to fall. They don't want the chickens to fall. Of course, you know, this is a this is a place of which chickens live. You want to make sure they're safe. But what you do want to fall into the lower level is the shit. (laughs) So what do you put in the lower level? Hmm. Uh I I think you put notch. You put notch in there, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh this is this is straight out of Dante's Inferno, y'all. Yeah, great stuff. 
Like, I, I don't even... Like, who the fuck's idea was this of just... <laughs> I mean, a genius. We're not gonna we're not gonna optimize the number of people we can put in here. No, no, no. Fuck that shit. We're going to put only humans on the bottom layer of this, yep. and then upstairs is going to be exclusively four chickens, oh, like, and just let them get be shat on. Fantastic. Like, I don't know. Like, chicken coops are fucking smelly. Like, they're awful. Yeah. They're they're a horrible thing. And the only way I could think a chicken coop could be even worse is if you had your chicken coop like in the attic of your home, but then also removed your ceiling with like, and replaced it with grating. So the chickens were just shitting on top of you. Like that's pretty lame. Do you think that they would like, Oh my God. I don't know. Like let's, let's talk functional, right? So if you're like up underneath, you know, you're, you're being tortured in this prison and there are chickens up ahead of you. Do you try to pay attention as to where the chickens congregate and as to where they're shitting or are you always looking downward because if you happen to look up at the wrong time, you get shit in your eye? Yeah, I, I think it's a lose-lose situation. Okay. Whether you're trying to be wherever the chickens aren't at, <laughs> any chance you look up at the wrong time, you might possibly get shat right in the eye. Yeah, I think a face-down fetal position is probably the right way to go. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think... I think no matter what you do, you're you're screwed. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Uh, so literally, I'm on the uh, the tourist page for this thing. Uh, okay, it's it's pretty awesome. If uh, if you want to visit it, the admission is free, which is pretty nice. Uh, which makes sense. I, I don't know how you could convince someone to pay money to go into a shit house. But, oh, well, but no. the uh, the landscaping around it is actually quite nice. Uh, if you see the pictures of it, it's it's a uh, it's well kept. Um, and it's only a leisurely 14-hour and 23-minute walk from the nearest hotel. Yeah, I really want to go that far out of my way. It's just to go. And it's just a little walk. It's just a little bitty visit walk. Visit a shit. Prison. Yeah, go visit the shit chicken. Shit chickens. Oh go visit the, the 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 fucking brick shit house, and uh, yeah, and, and enjoy. Love it. Go inside. Yeah. Stroll around. God. Pretend like you're a chicken and poop through the grate. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you pay five dollars, we'll let you pretend you're a chicken. You poop. <laughs> oh man, that's great. What's the uh what's the silver lining of this guy? Oh my god. I, I think this is this is a little bit of human ingenuity right here. Yeah. Absolutely like, beautiful. What a simple and elegant design. Yeah, it just shows that you know, with humanity, our creativity, we have endless bounds to create, and we can, you know, create wonderful things like great video games like uh, Minecraft, or we can use that same creativity to create a literal torture cube that will have chickens shitting on people for committing crimes. Mm-mm-mm. So, no matter what 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 you got, uh, we can make something beautiful. I don't know. I love it. That's poetic, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely fantastic. Oh man. So, uh, do we have enough time for what's making us sad? Oh my god. If we ran a little long, are we doing okay? Oh, we're we make it quick. All right, let's do it. What's making you sad? I'm sad because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was quick. How about you? Why are you sad? Um, I'm not sad. I'm good today. Things, okay, well, good. That was quick. Perfect. Are, That's just a matter of time. Things are really looking up. Although, like, I am, like, starting to get some, like, weird, like, aches and pains uh, that are un- unusual. I don't like that. That's not good. Nope, not good at all. Hopefully those go away. Yeah, not good. Let's let's hope we get rid of them. <laughs> All right. All right, Jimmy, where if can you they find wanna, us? <laughs> if you want to contact us, you can contact us by sending us an email at uh, cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment. Send us some messages. Tell us about how much you hate Notch 2 or how much you love playing Minecraft. We don't care either way. Uh, you can also uh, SoundCloud, anything, Passenger Pigeon. Twitter. Yep. Something. Messenger pigeon. That'd be cool. Yeah, send us cool. one of those. Messenger chicken. Messenger we prefer chicken. messenger chicken. We can't guarantee you're going to get it back, though. We're, we're trying to construct something. Yeah, we're building something. Yeah, we, we need... 
We need your chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please and thank you. Oh, man. So, uh, everybody, uh, you just uh, keep your head up, and we will catch you next time. That's right. Keep your head up unless you happen to be in the Kukikai <laughs> prison, in which case that will probably only lead to more shit on your face. Yeah. So, you know, just it just it's situational. You want to situationally keep your head up. Oh, Jimmy, uh, you're, you it's your turn to look up and see where the chickens are. You look. <laughs> All right. Let me look real quick. Oh, oh God damn oh. it. You knew that was going to happen. Why didn't you make oh, me look fuck, up? What happened? What happened? I want to I see what, what happened. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. <laughs> my what up? It's so gross. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, <laughs> there's chicken shit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, what the hell?